man behind the machine. There are those who believe that life here began out there, far across the universe, with tribes of humans who may have been the forefathers of the Egyptians, or the Toltecs, or the Mayans. Some believe that there may yet be brothers of man who even now fight to survive somewhere beyond the heavens. I propped myself up against a tree after hurting my leg, and suddenly I noticed what appeared to be a spaceship, a strange creature approaching me. <laughs> it was definitely not the ski patrol. I remember that in my delirium I was blinded for a moment, and I had the strangest feeling that this extraterrestrial chap was reading my brain, as if it were a computer feeding him information. Who I was, what I did, the kind of foods I like, the clothes I normally wear, my family history, everything. And then, right before my very eyes, I was staring at myself. He'd fashioned himself into my identical twin. At that moment, the spaceship departed, looking like a small moon. It's so crazy you asked me about these things. The uh, gla the 180-day uh, countdown to UFO disclosure, the Galactic Federation news, the blue UFO sighted in Hawaii. I just talked about this on my podcast. I just made two, ep two, two segments about this on my, on my podcast yesterday. I haven't even released this yet. It makes so much sense. We're both in sync on this, man. The other cool thing is, is that two or three days ago, some Harvard uh, scientist or something also admitted that in 2017, we were visited by an alien. So more and more of this stuff is spilling through. I think it's kind of conditioning the minds of the skeptics and the naysayers into accepting these, these ideas. What's crazy is that it's been denied for so very long and now all of a sudden it's like oh yeah okay yeah by the way we were lying but but no one's paying attention to that it's not like well why don't we hold you know how come we can't hold you accountable to this what about all the contactees and abductees they're in mental institutions it, it, those poor people they need to have vindication wearing the pirate hats in front of the ship that's the image oh when they were doing the, the key the keyhole thing when they're measuring the rocks and stuff that's the, the that's like the uh you know, compass yeah. moment. Yeah. And then, like, they they did walk the steps, you know, and, and get there, and then it's like, oh, man. I don't know. It's a, it's a great movie. It's paced well. It's great. So it's E.T. That's what I love that stuff. Close Encounters. Oh, I take it all, I take it all around the movie world. You know what I mean? Just close encounters. Yeah. Wow. You right? just keep, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, seriously. Well, that's, that's when we realized in the 80s that, that they're going to contact us with music and, and lights. Wouldn't that be nice? Seriously. They come down. They're like, we want to talk to you guys. So maybe music is like a response system. Yeah. It could be. Bob Lazar. That's what we need Bob Lazar's input on this. You know. What if we send some synthesizers into space? You know, that's what I would like. If I had billions of dollars, I'd take a spaceship and put a bunch of synthesizers on the spaceship. Have robots playing them. <laughs> send them up into space and have them communicate with these people. Because these are beings that are multi-dimensional. They call them multi-dimensional. And they can teleport into spaceships, these beings. So seriously. You have like the first interplanetary interspecies concert. What do you think about them, Apples? <laughs> that sounds like I wish I, I wish I could fucking focus on that. and stuff and they uh they said yeah i'm going uh on a convention to go to grab about gravity 
That's interesting, man. Like to me, if somebody asked me to go to convention on gravity, I think that might be the most interesting <laughs> thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm not trying to be fucking like a smart guy or anything, but it, but sometimes like the, the weakest force in the universe maybe has the strongest pull. Yeah, you know my 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 niece is gonna bury uh, uh, this uh, rocket engineer, and yeah. I was talking to him about my theories about off-world colonization. He was fascinated by it. <laughs> maybe you gotta maybe you wanna meet him halfway. Right? Seriously, I told him. Yeah, I, I gave him. Yeah. I would not want to fl- fucking fly to space. It sounds cold and lonely, and everything goes wrong. That's what it seems like to me. I think I'd rather just stay home and see what happens. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, but you you do you do a lot of art about space. That sounds weird. But you know what's interesting is you know why I started doing art about space is I started doing art about robots. Oh. It all started with the robots because I thought AI is a robot. I want to show the mirror to itself, and I really I even wrote I wrote so many prompts that were like robot looking in a mirror. Mm. Shit like that all the time, like robot looking in a mirror who's in a spaceship who's looking out the window at the cosmos, space station, and the boo the boo and you just keep going. And I, I I would edit copy paste that into other things, and then I would edit those things. That's how I did it. I wow. just kept, I just kept, I, any as many prompts as it would let me do. I just kept going, and I just kept making. Uh, repetitive. I would email myself the prompt, and then I just enter it in again when I wanted to go back. Like if I like that was really interesting. I really wish I had that prompt. Did you see well, the artwork no. I tagged you on today? You didn't see it yet. No, I have not, dude. I, pretty much, I'm I'm I am not going to be available for the next like six months. Jeez. I'm telling you, dude. It's gonna be deep, 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 deep. Uh, cover. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the cave, and it's fine. I'm painting cool things. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm trapped in paradise. You know what I mean? Like, man, hey, remember our like uh, Captain Kirk song, Paradise? Remember that? Yeah. Dude, can you pull that up and play it? No, I can't right now. Why? We've got some limitations to technology. What? Maybe. What about uh? Paradise? Man, yeah, I mean, Paradise. It's yes, Captain Kirk. I do, I do. It's, one of the, it's one of the better songs we ever did. I do remember and, that. And, and yes. you were like, dude, you have to be careful about sampling. I'm like, dude, forget, I forget it. Like, it's over. We're just going to do whatever we have to do to survive. It was yeah. sampling Captain Kirk and... No, no, that's not even true. The one you were worried about was Mazorski's... Now I'd be like, you can't just, you can't just use that. I said, well, I just sampled a little bit of it in the background. It's not my fault. You have to, you said you have to be careful right now. Okay. I can hear it in my mind. And, uh, it, it, I mean, more like a background thing, but, uh, it'd be fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice to contribute musically too. And, uh, right. I think, uh, it's cool. Like, hold on one second. I'll, I'll, uh, Sampling, like you know, remember how we had the Saturday morning cartoons conversation and all that stuff? And, um, that's fun to me. You know what I mean? That's an interesting topic for me. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I like, I like to explore those wavelengths or whatever. Hold on a second. Oh, let's see. I'll find it. So, uh, SoundCloud. Is that is that what it's called? Um. Sorry, I'm just like in like a dark space. Hold on. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm thinking about Star Trek and all this stuff. Uh, SoundCloud. Oh, shit. Sorry, it's okay. I, you know, I'll find it, dude. I, I'm a hunter, dude. I'll find it. Hold on. It's called Paradise. Hold on. Alright. Ooh, these are good. Dude, here's the song Crestfallen. That sounds sad, but. Oh, is it really good? Hold on. So you're painting now? 
and then it's giving you inspiration? I was trying to. Uh, I lost. I lost the tool, unfortunately. Um, looking for it, and. Uh... By the way, you should try that. Eleven years ago. Yeah. Wow. texted you what I did with my Commodore art. Okay, cool. Let me look. So let me know when you get it. your message Shit. okay sorry i was trying to back out of it i couldn't i i got stuck in the commodore 64 <laughs> world for a second i couldn't get out it was like uh do you like see the message for me there for a second like, do you see the message that? yes I, w I was reading it and i kept reading it and i'm like whoa hold on um my text message Okay, go to the text message. No, I, I saw your picture. Is that what you're saying? The Commodore 64? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been doing, yeah. Yeah, I did. I just couldn't hear you. Uh... And, and this is this is Night Cafe. Go look at that message again. Okay, no, I see. Okay, okay, look. Uh, hold on. So the first one I say is Clone 64 computer, yeah. Commodore 64. Right. I saw that one. Okay. okay. The two new ones came, came through. Cool. Looks like a neon tunnels. Yeah. This is Night Cafe. That's cool, actually. That's like Tron. I just did this in one second here. It's And I've got credits. They give me five credits every day. And now I've got 40 plus, and I don't know what to do with them. Ooh, that's cool. You know what? You just got to keep logging in and collecting the credits. Yeah. It's Night, yeah, Night Cafe it. Studio. Here, check this out. I know it's kind of digitally, but, you know, back in the day, this would take... Remember, this would take... Cool. This would the take. The walking down the runway and stuff. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So this is this would have taken hours and. To it too, dude. He's sending me a bunch of his AI. It's Who? very interesting. Who is this? Kurt. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, he's doing he's doing it too. He, he added some different ones I didn't know. West Coast ones. Oh. Well, that one's good with like the like Robin Wright pen looking kind of look or like uh. Yeah, it's like 80s, like a Daryl Hannah or something. Like yeah, that. This, what I mean? yeah, exactly. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh, that's that makes sense. So but, this, uh, yeah, like, that's what I was thinking of. It's like we just look at the. Uh... Back in the day, to do this model, you would have take days or hours to do. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Oh, forever. 
dude, that's why I keep doing it because I'm like, these people don't realize how amazing the technology really is. What do you think? Let me think- a couple of my new ones. Hold on. I, 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 I'm I thinking real stuff, but that's boring. Okay, I sent you one more. Yeah, you see the last one? Yeah. Okay. And sometimes I take the figures out and use the background. You know? Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I wish I was editing more. I I, I kind of just let it go. I, I, I can't really... Uh, I, don't, I can't even justify spending the time. Right. It takes too much time. going on. I know, bro. Too much, man. Too much, too much. But it's okay. I mean... It. Okay. Uh, there, dude. It's everything's buried okay. under a uh, mountain of information. Here, let me send you one last one. Here, this is what this is what I call night at the arcade. Nice and barricades. No, night at the arcade. No, night at the arcade. Like nineteen eighties arcade, video arcade. Well, that's really good. That's a great. The glow. Do you like wow, that? that's very nice. That, of course. Thank that, you. I can see it now. And then, oh, I didn't see the one before. It was like the ATM girl. It's like the bot. Yeah. The bot. That's fun. I never saw that. I missed that one. Yeah? Yeah, it's fantastic, too. Thank you. One. Now, let me go back to the beginning mm. again. Because there's no reason not to. So, uh. Okay, first one was like the entryway. Then it's like a tunnel with a robot kind of vibe. Right. Then that guy walking out, Blade Runner. And then uh, the girl with the neon. Then the girl that... Uh, that almost seems like her mom or something. And then... Yeah, man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the, yep. And then... Okay. Dude, kick ass. That's a great sequence. Thank you. Want to make a story about it or no? Well, well, what's the story? Yeah, Night at the Arcade. No, I mean, that could be um, more amazing than you can even realize if you just did that one sequence of photos of that each of those people are moving through their arc. uh, Oh, I like it. Like, like each one would be the sequence of the next. And it would be like, uh, chapter, like chapter one. Okay. You're going to introduce characters from the third frame, fourth frame, fifth frame, sixth frame, seventh frame, eighth frame. Okay. The eighth frame is the ending of the movie. Okay. Eight chapters. And then. The first one would be like, you know, we're on some, uh, uh, you know, hamster wheel out in space or whatever, you know. We got to walk down the tunnel to exercise every day. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that. You know, I am uh, Spam Pam from the future. And then blah, 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 you know. And then, you know, it, but you would work it back to where it's like everybody has some kind of conundrum in space and then. Somebody arrives back home, and that's fucking arcade. Really? Okay, I love it. I, I mean, love. Just, like it'd be like very basic, but but only basic in the fact that like each picture would be the chapter three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight. It's eight, and then you just break it off into those. Like you have to make it work. In that number one is number one picture is chapter one, number two picture is chapter two, number two, number three is chapter three, and so on and so forth. You develop the characters as you you cannot deviate from develops of that. If I can get around to it, I think that's a fantastic construct because the pictures are fantastic. You could start off with like space, 
you know, <laughs> and then you just talk about space for a while. Like it's, uh, you know, uh, Carl Sagan or something. And chapter two, you're talking about like uh, theories and stuff and blah, 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 and Neil Feynman or whatever. And, uh, or no, we're not Neil Feynman, Richard Feynman. And, uh, you know, shit like that. Yeah, weird. check out the next one. This is the last one I'm going to do. Yeah, okay, I see it. Oh, it's a confrontation or something. Mm. What do, do, you, you, do you have any feeling like that maybe you, uh, do you think that these things are like a roulette wheel? Or anything like that, where like you feel like they're gonna happen for you, like a fortune. The pinball. Yeah. You yeah. go up into the back, and it was the pinball. Hmm. I like pinball, man. I was great at pinball. Man, what memories, huh? Galaxy World. And like green lights and shit. Yeah, the arcade was amazing. No, I I I remember I remember going to dude. It's North Avenue, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I dude, I lived in Carroll's. I dude, I was your neighbor. I know you were. Or right around the corner. Much love, bro. Remember all that. This is it. This is us. Here's the. Yes. Here you go. Yeah. Okay, this is us at the arcade. Okay. See the energy, that's bro? Great. Uh, that's great. That's a great one. Thank I like you, that. Bro. Man, I'm becoming one with you, the machine. You know, you, you, are you just making stuff and just sending it as you make it? Yep, making it right. I'm re- <laughs> Dude, I'm painting stuff. I should be painting. But it's really fun. No, but it's kind of similar, actually. It's like heavy lines, bold colors. But maybe, like, AI's taught me how to paint, paint. You know what I mean? Maybe that's... It's a role reversal. Yeah. Possible. Maybe. It's very possible. Well, it was great talking with you, bro. I'll let you finish painting, and uh, I'm going to go... Oh, no, no, it's okay. I don't mind. I'm going to go... Well, you, you lay in front of a fan. Sandman. I'm going to meet the Sandman soon. Oh, yeah. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Do, 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 make it the cutest that I've ever seen. That's weak, but whatever. It doesn't matter. But you know what? I just don't know what to do sometimes. And I, I don't want to get into the deeps because we're on. Good, love you, man. Good, love you, man. Have a good night, okay? Sweet dreams. The last time we ever met, met Goonies, E.T., Bob Lazar. Behind the machine. Thank you for listening.
Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Hey buddy, Good. hear about the recent whistleblower who came out about the government has, you know, not only knowledge of extraterrestrials, but that there are UFOs and functioning and then parts in area yeah. in Area 51. You heard about this? Yeah, we have the technology. I didn't listen to the guy's interview only because uh, part of me is like I want to see this shit for myself because. I feel like there can be disinformation and misinformation. Like, is the government purposely having this guy come out, mm -hmm. you know, to say this stuff is real? And you understand where I'm coming from, right? No, what do you mean? Well, you've heard of Project Bluebeam. Yes. Where they make an alien invasion. So, so I feel like there may be, well, clearly there's this propaganda getting used to the idea of aliens, right? Hollywood has taken part in it, right? Their movies. And, oh, you know, so when the whistleblower comes out and he tells us this stuff, you know, I, I kind of feel like i got to take it with a grain of salt because... I don't know if he's being truthful or part of the propaganda machine. 
Right, there's a lot of misinformation, false information that's injected. I feel yeah. like if they're real, I need to see them myself. Now, did you hear about the the uh, the young guy who saw these uh, like eight foot, ten foot tall aliens in his backyard? No. Oh yeah, you need to see that. What happened? Uh, now he's more credible, I think, than this whistleblower. Oh, can you tell me what what happened? Uh, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, there was this, uh, so a, a police body cam caught uh, caught some footage of this glowing, it looked like a green orb of light that crashed down to the ground, and there was an explosion that was heard and felt. And then this family discovered these aliens in their backyard. They were tall and lanky and grayish and green in color with big eyes and a big mouth. Yeah, I mean, and this guy called 911 to report it. Where? It's, uh, where was that? Was it Arizona? Oh, really? The Greys. Is that what they call the Greys? Yeah. And were they alive or dead? Well, he said they were grayish green. They were very tall, though. Greys are usually short. But, yeah, they were alive. They were standing there. Okay, and what happened? So, that, I guess that all that happened. There were these two beings in his yard, and he called 911. And it, it, and it coincided with this green orb that crashed. And then did the government come and pick up the aliens and put them in containers? Not to my knowledge. See, that would be a good storyline. So what happened? 911 came and they flew away? Like ET, the came and yeah, I, the, the story kind of just ends there oh. uh, because I imagine they disappeared, you know. Uh, but he did mention the guy did mention that there was some there was some screaming from his backyard, like, but it wasn't like human screaming. Did the man happen to mention the words anal probe? No, <laughs> he did not. So what happened with these guys? They disappeared? Yeah, I, I feel like it's a really credible story. Okay, Las Vegas. Yeah, there's a couple of um, videos to watch in there. Um, oh. Wow, they're 10 foot tall, huh? Yeah, like, I mean, it's really credible. Like... I, I, I can't see any reason that, that this person would lie. So there's this. body cam footage of these? No, not of the creatures, but of the the UFO that crashes. Oh, wow. It streaks across the sky. And then there's, there's another video of a um, ring camera that captures the sound of the crash. You, you hear the sound streaking across the sky. Yeah. And then you hear you know, explosion, but it's strange. If you listen to the sound of the thing streaking across the sky, it sound it doesn't sound like, um, it almost sounds like a sound effect from a sci-fi movie. Really? Yeah, it's like kind of a strange sound that it makes when it is crashing. And it's on the video, the sound? Yeah, on the ring camera, wow. yeah. So that, if you, so the two, there's two videos one is from the TV news, and then the young the young man who witnessed all of this, he has a video, the second video. If you watch his video, yeah, he really goes into detail what happened, and he in his video he shows the ring camera footage, mm. and and so all of this. Yeah, in nine one one audio, a young man can be heard telling police a pair of very large creatures, standing between eight to ten feet tall were in his backyard, and that he wasn't joking, adding, we're terrified. They look like aliens to us. They have big eyes, like I can't explain it, and a big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and they're 100% not human, he told the dispatcher. 911 called the Las Vegas Metro Police. Oh, they captured a green light. Oh, on the body camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this thing in this spaceship... Um, malfunctioned 
and came crashing down. Yeah. And these yeah. things survived that crash, which is amazing. Yeah, that's what's interesting because they, they must, you know, aliens probably have some kind of um, inertial dampening technology uh. that saved them from the crash. But of course, they had to leave the ship, right? And then they ended up in this kid's backyard. And they're just standing there, and he can see their stomach moving, and he Whoa. hears they have heavy breathing. Um, so, Where? yeah, I mean, it's, it's really incredible. Where's I mean, Bob Lazar when you need him? <laughs> you know? Um, it's interesting. Maybe they, they came in through an interdimensional portal, you know, like Stargate. I've heard about these. There's actually stargates around the world. I've heard that too. Yeah. And these, so, like the Mayans and things, knew about these stargates. They built these spaceports. Spaceport, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I guess, there's one in Iraq. There's a space portal in Iraq and Egypt. That's cool. Yeah, all over the world they studied. Um. What do you think? These guys came through a space portal. I mean, it's possible. Instead of crashing. I mean, if you watch the video, look at the green thing that crashes. You know, it almost looks like a meteor, but it, but it's not. Were there any remains from the crash, aside from the aliens? Not that I've heard. So maybe they haven't found it yet, or the government was on the scene, and if they found it, we'd never hear about it. Remember A.T., the movie? Yeah. Who are the guys with the keys? We never see their face. Oh, I yeah. said, those those are G-Men, son. Uh-huh. No, what, what, what are those? It's hard to explain. <laughs> That's so cute that he picked up on that because Spielberg was very crafty mm. in using the key motif, right? Right. And, and we, we never see who that guy is until the end, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, and then we find out he's actually a nice guy who... Nice guy, yeah. You know, as a kid saw, you know, after an E.T., you know, he's always been interested in, in that stuff. and He was actually looking out for E.T.'s best interests, right? Yeah, and the premise, you know, obviously is that E.T. gets stranded. He's a botanist. He's an alien that's picking up um, plants, right? So he gets stranded because those G-men come and they spook the alien ship. They spook the alien ship and then E.T. gets stranded. That's why he's got to call phone home, right? So instead of getting stranded, what if these guys came through a portal and then went back out the same portal? Who knows? Who, Who knows? I, I don't know because the, the thing that you see in the sky it's hard to tell the size of it, it oh. you know it doesn't appear that big but then again you know it's the sky I mean it could be far away I don't know but wa- watch the video and then tell me what you think what are your gut instincts about this story yeah I'll have to yeah, yeah. I'll have to put my Bob Lazar hat on try to figure <laughs> it out but you were saying is something in, softens the blow what's it called Oh, inertial dampening technology. Oh, okay. How do we know yeah. about this? Is this from Area 51? Well, my father talked about it. Oh. Yeah, so... So, we, you know, I mean... We, you know, we we die during impact because it's a sudden stop, right? Right. But there's... that, that You could develop inertial dampening technology that would, would um, slow you down progressively to prevent injury right right and you would because you know you hear so people have reported ufos they're able to take off like and and turn on a dime right right one minute they're here next minute they're gone right well with the kind of g-forces right because of that sudden acceleration or deceleration, you need to have inertial dampening so that it doesn't kill the pilots 
or the occupants of the ship, right? Right. Living creatures can, cannot tolerate that type of, of G-force. So you got to have some some mechanism to prevent you from from being crushed uh, with those sudden, you know, Gs. Right. Interesting. So, so that that's the only thing I can think of that saved those aliens from the crash. The guy's like, I'm not joking. They're not human. They're 100% not human. Are you sure, sir? Are you sure that they're not human? Well, they've got 10-inch eyes and a gaping mouth, and we can see the organs through their skin. Yeah, we're pretty sure it's not human. Are you sure? What's your... Okay, I'll give you my assessment when I see it, because I can't look at it now. But um, what's your assessment? Do you believe this, or is this... You know, I, Photoshop. I, I think it's completely credible. Because? Because the, 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 they have nothing to gain. You know, the, the, the family, they have nothing to gain by uh, doing this. Yeah. And the fact that there was footage of something cra- green glowing and crashing, plus the sound of it crashing so you put those three things together you have police who captured it right so they're credible the police are credible right you have the the sound of it crashing right now that could be faked but then you have this eyewitness who says he saw the beings too much of a coincidence you know right right when he looked the creature in its eyes, the young man's body froze as if he had sleep paralysis until he was able to run into the home. Weird looking. Yeah, I, weird I've looking. heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. People who've recounted seeing extraterrestrials have said that they, you know, they've been uh, paralyzed by the, by the creatures. Yeah. Now, either that's paralyzed you're paralyzed out of fear or the creatures have some type of mind abilities, right? Right. Psychic abilities to to paralyze somebody. And that's very possible. They have very large brains. Um, They may have psychic abilities that we don't understand. Right. So... I don't know. To me, my gut instinct says it's credible. Yeah, they're interdimensional beings. Okay, so my cousin worked for a UFO newspaper in Italy. He was an editor. So he's a big believer. He interviewed a a major... um, in the U.S. Army, and who was an intimately um, knowledgeable of um, not only the fact that oh, do they exist, but the fact that they're you know shaking hands with people in our military. So they inter- he interviewed a very respectable and decorated major in the U.S. Army, and. He started asking questions about these aliens. He said they're called the Galactic Federation. And uh, uh, we don't think people are ready to, to, to know what's going on with this. He says, what do you mean? He goes, see, people are asking the wrong questions. Do they exist? That's not the question that we want to know. The question is, who are they taking orders from? Who are they taking orders from? And the major didn't want to answer. He says, I, I don't want to answer that. I don't think you're ready for this. Who, who, are, who are they taking orders from? He refuses them again. And they said, finally, are you ready to know who they're taking orders from? These aliens, the Galactic Federation? Jesus Christ. Really? That's their leader. Yes. That's who they're following. They're following Jesus Christ. And they know 
from galaxies far, far away that were toying with nuclear energy, and they can feel that. And they feel like we're going to destroy each other on Earth. And and it's going to upset the balance. That's what my cousin told me. He said... What's that? That's very interesting. Why? I heard I heard something similar from somebody who had a near death experience and they talked about some kind of galactic federation that there are many worlds, many beings, many dimensions. Yes. And um, they help establish new worlds. And and Earth is one of those worlds where they're monitoring our progress. Now, they don't interfere, but sometimes they give people insight. Let's say an example, Nikola Tesla. Okay, they give the certain people the, 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 the gift of technology, right. some kind of knowledge. Right. Uh, yeah. And so they, they do help our worlds, you know, um, grow technologically, mm-hmm. but they do not try to interfere. No, they're not interfering, but they're very concerned because my cousin who interviewed this gent major said that um, if we destroy ourselves, I'm not just talking about war and killing but destroying the earth with nuclear war um, it's going to upset the balance in the universe and it's going to cause problems for a lot of other alien races I'm just telling you what I've been told this isn't me speculating Yeah, is that that they're concerned that this is going to upset some kind of cosmic balance which yeah Uh, what are your thoughts I don't completely dismiss that story because I, I've seen I've seen um, well I've heard about um, UFOs disabling nuclear missiles oh yeah have you heard this too no I haven't but tell me like they'll shoot a beam like you know like uh, one of the examples was I think I think the 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 government was was testing a rocket, nuclear rocket, and this alien ship appeared, and a beam hit the nose cone of the rocket. Wow! And I think the rocket crashed to Earth or something like that. So, wow! I, I've heard I've heard that before. I, that's interesting because I've heard that when this stuff happens, like when nuclear energy is a concern. These alien races could sense it millions of miles away, millions of light years. Wow. Like literally far across the universe. And these guys come zipping in in milliseconds. Zipping in. I'm curious if if a nuclear war broke out, if all of a sudden these aliens would appear and save us. Well, let's, uh, yeah, well, probably they'd come before try to come before it happened but yeah if if they couldn't control it or if it was out of their control then maybe they would come and save us scary to think yeah remember uh, Star Wars do you remember when Darth Vader Darth Vader destroys um, Alderaan yes okay and um do it disturb the force? That's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. We're talking about. Uh, well, dis- you know. So I've been I've been uh, learning a lot about consciousness, and uh, I do not doubt that something major like billions of people dying at once doesn't send waves out in, throughout the the consciousness of the universe right and every every spiritual being connected to that consciousness feels it i wouldn't doubt that that would have that that would you know that would happen uh 
because that, that's a major thing to have that many souls released <laughs> mm. you know uh, at one time I mean that's terrible yeah so this is what they're saying but well look if these are if these are interdimensional beings they may exist on a higher plane than we do and um they know they know how to they may be um evolved spiritually and exist in that dimension that allows them to to communicate with Jesus uh, unlike you know we're able to do right right we can pray to him but we don't have an open dialogue right but they may they may have an open dialogue yeah I I, I, I they might be angels right some part of angels yeah, Who knows? I've heard that too. Some people believe that there are aliens, that there's the aliens are demons and or fallen angels or um but I've I've listened to some people who have been to heaven through near death experiences. Yeah. And said that there are billions and billions of worlds and billions of universes and dimensions and there's all kinds of different life out there. So, yeah, I, I think aliens exist. I mean, the idea that, that, you know, God would create only human beings and only on this world in, in a universe is ridiculous. Right. I think all of creation is so big that you wouldn't even be able to explore it even if you did have eternity. Really? Yeah. I'm really fascinated by this Las Vegas sighting. Yeah, me too. Wow. I, I feel like... I feel like I was there experiencing it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it just feels really credible. Yeah, maybe these people will undergo a lie detector test, you know? Yeah, that would be good, yeah. Or even hypnosis. Hypnosis. That would be interesting. Yeah. You could have them draw the aliens, you know. Yeah, exactly. Ten-foot aliens. They're At least he didn't say they were blue. Yeah. And did they talk to them or no? No, did you get my joke? If they're blue? No, I didn't I get it. Claim they were blue. No, I don't get it. Avatar? Oh, Ten yeah. Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> I haven't seen the <laughs> new one. You didn't say that, because then I'd be like, well, maybe he just saw the new Avatar. I haven't seen the new one. Oh, buddy, you missed out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Groundbreaking film. Yeah, I'll have to watch it.